For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. This month's sponsor of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent, integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance programs, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. The ROI of Effective Compliance. We are now at a place where there is sufficient data, academic research, and actual use cases from corporations and businesses that demonstrate good ethics and compliance programs are not simply good for business when properly used, but they lead to greater profitability. For 14 years, Ethisphere has been collecting data around its world's most ethical company awards. Companies which receive this designation have been found to outperform their peers on various stock indices. Ethisphere calls this the ethics premium and It's tracking the stock prices of publicly traded companies, honorees compared to the U.S. large cap index. Ethisphere has found that the world's most ethical companies outperform in this sector. In 2010, the number was a delta of 4.5, yet by 2020, that number had skyrocketed to 13.5%. Clearly, Ethisphere is onto something. Academic research has also showed the efficacy of ethics and compliance programs. In a paper entitled The Analysis of Firm Self-Reported Anti-Corruption Efforts, the companies with robust compliance programs do better financially in countries prone to corruption than companies with less effective compliance programs. Without a robust compliance program, even, even with high sales in high-risk countries, sales will drop off and lead to a negative return on equity of between 24 to 30%. But the story does not end with data, numbers, or even academic research. The corporate world is full of tales where a compliance solution was delivered, which not only made compliance more effective, but improved business processes, efficiency, and greater profitability. One of the more interesting stories I've come across is an organization which performed a standard fraud risk analysis in a biz- of business-developed personnel in a high-risk FCPA country. Because the country was high-risk, there were relatively low gifts and entertainment limits below which the business folks could spend without compliance pre-approval. It was $75. Fraud risk analysis looked at traditional metrics such as split receipts and invoices right at, but not over, the $75 limit. The company also looked at the aggregate amount of gifts and entertainment spent on individual government officials to see if multiple salespersons were spending amounts directed at one employee above the uh, allowed upon amount. However, the findings were not what was expected or what even the company was looking for. The gifts and entertainment were segregated into a low-spend data point A and a high-spend data point Z. The sales team had to spend a minimum of data point A to make a sale, but above data point Z, it became clear that the government official was not going to enter into a contract and conclude a sale. The company decreed that the sales team had to spend up to data point A, but could not spend above data point Z. 
turned out that the sales team appreciated the information as now they had a metric by which they would know whether or not they were in the running to make a sale. When they got to data point Z and Gibson Entertainment spin, they simply moved on to the next customer. The effect was twofold. The company had an immediate cost savings at the business development because they were not spending good money after bad above data point Z. However, the more interesting information gleaned by moving from a sales prospect with virtually zero chance into making a sale was that the company reduced its sales cycle time and increased performance and profitability in the business unit. This example demonstrates the data and information collected, which might initially begin as a compliance solution or project, can be used to improve business process efficiency. It can also be a case that the delivery of a compliance solution can improve an overall business process when you start to consider the compliance data points in every organization. So think about the quote to cash sales cycle or procure to pay. In quote to cash, you have multiple data points uh, that you have to look at from the compliance perspective, like introduction uh, to a new customer, onboarding that new customer uh, within uh, your um, customer database, um, getting on a uh, bid list for a request to quote. All of those involve gift travel and entertainment spend. Uh, once you get on the bid list and you submit a response to an RFQ, uh, do you discount uh, or do you have your sales book uh, price in your pricing? If there's a discount, what uh, internal approvals have been given to that sales discount uh, on the RFP? Now, say you win the RFP and now you're negotiating the final contract. Well, you know the RFQ was a uh, only an opening offer, so now you have the real negotiation. And once again, if you have a discount, off of a sales price, who internally has approved that? Because, of course, uh, internal sales discounts have been used to fund bribe payments that have become FCPA violations. After the contract is signed and you then execute on the contract, are you going to have a large number of subcontractors or other parties that you have to manage from a compliance perspective as well? Also, are there any offshore payments or payments made to locations other than those identified in the contract? You can take that same analysis through with a procure to pay uh, number uh, or cycle. So uh, use either one of those and you will see there are a number of data points that every compliance practitioner should be looking at. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, um, Ethosphere had a 13.5% delta uh, of companies which received its WME awards in 2019, uh, or rather 2020. Number two, Companies with robust compliance programs do better efficiently and profitably. And what does your data tell you on your sales cycle? Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'd like to thank you again for joining me for this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program around business ventures. And I hope you will join me for our next episode tomorrow. Also, I'd like to shout out to our sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, for sponsoring this month's podcast series. This podcast series on 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.